You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Saturday, March 17th, 2012. Canine Nation is a regular feature column that runs on the Life is a Human online magazine. Life is a Human features articles about what it means to be human, the good, the bad, and the enlightening. This column explores what it means to be human in our relationship with dogs. You can find it at lifeisahuman.com. To get directly to Canine Nation, go to caninenation.lifeisahuman.com. A complete archive of all the Canine Nation articles can be found there. Hi, I'm Eric Brad. Canine Nation is about learning, understanding, and living successfully with our dogs. Modern animal training techniques based on behavioral science can produce amazing results in working with our dogs. Whether your dog is a loved family member or a working dog, a canine athlete, or a trusted companion, positive training techniques based on science can help you enjoy a more productive and fun relationship with your dog. Join us as we explore the many facets of living with our dogs and taking a fresh look at how we work with them. Whether it's taking a closer look at everyday issues we share with our dogs or busting long-standing myths about training and dog behavior, I hope you find something useful in each of the Canine Nation articles. We're glad you're with us. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Petco. Where the pets go. Petco. Where the pets go. Pet Life Radio has tail-wagging, fur-flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 off, up to 40% off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. I'm not much of a reader, but I do wish I were more well-read. There are so many great books coming out. I wish I could find a way to keep up. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well-informed and catch up on your reading simply by listening. Audiobooks from Audible turn downtime into uptime. You'll be more productive and become well-read. Now I'm able to catch up on all the great books I've been wanting to read. With Audible, I feel smarter. Pet Life Radio listeners, try Audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to audibledeals.com. That's audibledeals.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. A Broken Dog, Part 1. Breaking Down. It was a normal Thursday evening, and the barn was bright and golden with the summer sun of June. As usual, my dog Tiramisu was barking in excitement as I asked her to wait at the start line before we could begin our agility practice. It was very much like any other night at practice. I gave her the signal to go, and she took off like a shot, but as she bounded over the third jump, we were all startled by a loud bang. 
a small bird cannon from the farm next to our barn had been fired. I recovered quickly and, knowing Tira is sensitive to sounds sometimes, I cheerfully clapped and encouraged her to go on. That's when I knew something was wrong. With ears down and tail tucked, Tira trotted warily toward the exit, looking over her shoulder fearfully. She was clearly upset, but it wasn't until I caught up with her that I realized that she was truly terrified. She trembled violently, and there was no consoling her. This dog, who has been called the Barracuda because of her voracious appetite for any and all kinds of food, would not take any food treat at all. We spent thirty minutes or so calming her down, and eventually just put her out in the van to let her recover in peace. The following week at practice, Tiramisu was herself again, and barking, and happy at the start line. She ran that evening with all of the enthusiasm I could want, but things were still not right, although we could not see that at the time. The following month, we took our motor home down to Port Moody, Washington, for an agility trial. It so happened that that trial was being held on the weekend following the July 4th celebrations in the U.S. After a great day of agility runs, we were settling in for the night in the motorhome when some of the locals broke out the fireworks. They were not close, and they were not that loud, but the bangs and pops of the fireworks were clearly upsetting Tira. Within a few minutes, she was drooling and trembling in fear. Each time another pop or bang would sound, she would get more upset. All I could do was wrap myself around her and hold on as she trembled with each firework. Fortunately, this did not go on for long, about an hour altogether. But it took another hour or so to calm Tira down from her trembling state. But she still didn't look all that comfortable. We put her in her crate for the night, and we would see what the next day would bring. As it turns out, Tira ran six runs of the agility trial quite happily the next day, and again we thought everything was fine just an isolated incident of stupid kids and their stupid fireworks. Six weeks later, in August, we were running agility again at a trial that we were hosting. Midway through a run, Tira suddenly slowed to a crawl. I knew the look. She had gone into that fearful state I had seen at our practice back in June, and she looked at me uncertainly. I tried to get her back in the game by sending her over a few more jumps. She has loved agility for years but it was no good. She wanted out of the ring. It was the last run of the day, and it seemed a total mystery to me why she had shut down until my wife caught me after the run. I didn't hear it, but apparently some workmen had dropped a load of metal scaffolding during our run, and the loud clanging was enough to startle Tira. It was the first time she had ever stopped like that mid-run at an agility trial in the six years we had been competing. In September... We traveled to southern Washington State for an agility trial. It was held in a large barn, and it was unseasonably hot for late September. Fortunately, there was a large, noisy exhaust fan that was used several times on the weekend to create airflow to make things comfortable for the dogs. The weekend went well for us again until, in the middle of a run, Tira suddenly shut down as she had done at our August trial. After a bit of coaxing, I took her off, and we waited for the last two runs of the day. I put her in her crate to rest for the hour or so that we would have to wait. To my surprise, when I brought her out for her next run, her ears were down and her tail was tucked. She glanced around warily at the start line as if something was about to get her. When I said go, she trotted after me and threw the obstacles as if waiting for the devil himself to swoop in and carry her off. I picked her up at the finish line and carried her off trembling. We were done for the weekend.
Four weeks later, on the second day of our next trial, someone dropped some equipment next to our van where Tira was resting in her crate. The loud clatter set her off again, and my wife told me to be aware that she might be upset. When I brought her in for her next run, Tira was fearful and nervous and would only trot through a few obstacles and then wanted out of the ring. We called it a day and went home. We had hopes that returning to our own trial a few weeks later would help Tira recover some of her confidence, but midway through our first day, the wind caught the large barn door and set it slamming with a loud boom behind us as we waited to run. Once again, Tira shut down trembling and would not run for the rest of the day. When we returned for our second day of runs, Tira was uncomfortable and subdued. At the start line for her first run of the day, she looked fearful and nervous. When I said go, she trotted directly toward the exit. This was not the dog I had run with in agility for the last seven years, who loved it so much that she would bark at me for more. Something was wrong. Bad wrong. There were any number of behavioral approaches to working with Tira on this issue. Clearly, she was developing a phobia about loud, sharp noises, and it was affecting her emotional state and her ability to work with me. There was counter-conditioning that would try to make the noises a good thing by reinforcing Tira after any loud noise. There was desensitization that would introduce noises gradually, increasing their intensity over time to help her learn to tolerate them. There was even the she's-just-gonna-have-to-suck-it-up-and-work-through-it kind of tough-love approach that some trainers advocate. Don't let her get away with not working for you, they might say. But there is one lesson about dogs that remains paramount with my wife and I. If we see any significant major behavior change in our dogs, go directly to the veterinarian and look for a health problem first. Tira showed no outward physical signs that she was unhealthy, no limping, no seizures, no vomiting, and her appetite, away from the incidents, was as healthy as ever. In fact, she would run and play with our younger dog Rizzo as if nothing had happened, sometimes in the same day. And that's the problem. How do you diagnose a health issue when the only symptom is a perceived behavior change to fearfulness, and even then only under very specific circumstances? We know our dogs are not human, and so we don't try to treat them as humans in daily life together, or in trying to diagnose their behavior problems. We also don't think of dogs as near-mindless simpletons that we once believed them to be from books that we had read decades ago, mostly traditional training approaches. We weren't about to make Tira tough this one out. One of the benefits of moving to a positive training approach for us has been getting to know some really great, really smart people. Most of those people have dogs and use behavioral science to train. It was through reaching out to that community of positive trainers that the solution, at least part of it, to Tira's health and behavior problems would come about. We are so very grateful to that same community and other dog lovers for the help and support that they have provided as we work through this. In the next installment, I'll tell you what we found and what we have been doing to bring Tira back from this frightening experience. You may find it as surprising as we did. Until next time, have fun with your dogs. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Canine Nation. You can find the text version of it at caninenation.lifeisahuman.com Com. You can join our discussion about dogs and dog training on Facebook. Just search for Canine Nation to get to our group. You can ask for membership and we'll add you to our growing family. If you can spread the word about the podcast, 
or link to our caninenation.lifeisahuman.com page, we would certainly appreciate it. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Like your business to reach out and invite in our audience. We have a brand new trademark concept called Info Seeds. Info Seeds are short 20 second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service. Is the best, most cost effective way to invite us in. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit the website petliferadio.com. Click on sponsorship information. There you can listen to a sample of Info Seed. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available.